Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the By Word Show. So glad you're here today. I'm excited to talk to you about my books, which is something I've never specifically shared about on the podcast, I don't think. No, I don't think we have. Um, I've shared a little bit about it on social media, but to be honest, <laughs> I'm the worst at talking about it. There are some people who have known me for a while and they're like, Hannah, you wrote books? I'm like, yes, I did. Surprise. If you didn't know, surprise. I've written two books. I've gone through the publishing process three times now. And I figured today we could just sit down and chat about the process. It's so funny. I actually filmed a YouTube video years ago when I was doing like a personal YouTube channel. I don't even know if it's still up, but it was all about how I wrote and published two books before I turned 22. So it was just really fun at the time, like talking to a lot of people about it, but I really haven't talked too much about my writing journey since then, since I've um, transitioned more to the podcasting world, but I do love to write. I've always loved to write. So today I thought it'd be fun just to kind of share my process with my books and then answer some of the questions that you guys had from Instagram and Facebook. So just to begin, I will tell you about my books if you didn't know, and then I'll share my journey and then I'll answer your questions. So first of all, I, like I said, have always loved to write. I've always loved processing by journaling or writing captions, blog posts. I mean, you name it. I've been writing since I was, since the beginning of time, basically. Um, but I have so loved this journey of writing books because it's just such a fun and interesting thing. It, it, it always was a dream of mine, but now being on the other side and having published books, I can truly say that anyone can do it. It doesn't have to feel like this big, overwhelming, scary thing, which it is a big thing. It, I mean, it's huge. Being an author, writing a book is absolutely a huge thing, but it doesn't have to feel like this far away, impossible dream. So I just want to first say, if you are somebody who has dreamt of writing a book, if you have a, a dream in your heart, a story in your heart, an idea that you want to get out into the world through writing you should do it. It's amazing. Like what a gift to be able to write and, um, share your heart that way. And I, yeah. So anyway, that's my whole spiel on that. We can get more into it, but let's begin. My first book that I ever published is love is this is actually the updated version that I'm holding. If you're watching the video, you can see this book is a devotional journal. It's like a guided devotional journal for 13 weeks where we study what love is. If you haven't noticed or haven't seen. We actually did a huge series on the podcast just recently where I did a live study of this book. So basically this book is all about how we can get to know who God is as love and then extend that love to others. So I loved going through that journey, but to be honest, I really wasn't planning on making it a book originally. So it kind of came about in an interesting way. I, like I mentioned, I always wanted to write a book. However, I always thought that it would be a book about my story or something else first. So when I was in college, if you haven't heard the story about love is basically what happened is I went through this journey of really asking myself, okay, what does love even look like? I was feeling really disappointed and heartbroken and just realizing, okay, I, I don't know if I actually really understand what is expected of me as a believer who is meant to be known by the way that I love people and reflect Jesus to the world. So I went on this journey where I just decided for myself to practice each of the attributes of love for 13 weeks, which was 
one a week, basically. So the first week I was practicing being patient. The second week I was practicing being kind and I invited a friend to do it with me. It was so fun. I mean, really, really challenging, but also one of the most transformational times of my life. And I learned so much during that time. And I was journaling the whole thing. I had a journal. Gosh, I wish I had it next to me so I could show you. It is, <laughs> it's this whole old torn up journal that I just wrote notes in from sermons or little thoughts. Or when I was going through the study, I was writing notes about Bible verses I was reading and things that I was learning about these attributes. And so I finished this process and I was like, oh my goodness, I don't even recognize myself. I feel like God has really just shown up in my life and changed my heart. And I've started having conversations about this with people. And I just felt in my heart that God was saying, make this into something that you can share with other people, turn it into a book. And I was like, huh, never thought about that. Like I always thought I would just write a book. And this is when I was 18, I believe 19 around that time. And so what I did was basically turn my journal that I had gone to gone through for this challenge into a blank format for you to be able to go through on your own. So asking you the questions that I was asking myself during that time, writing scriptures that really resonated with me on that journey and just allowing you to go through the same process that I experienced and have now experienced multiple times since then. I've gone through the study myself several times since then. I've done it in a small group. I've done it on the podcast and I learned something new every single time. It really is amazing, but that is love is, okay? Love is discovering who and what love is. This is the remastered version. I first published it, like I said, when I was 19. So I was basically an infant. I had no experience, no idea what I was doing. But hey, I did it and it was cute. It was, if you ever saw the original version of Love Is, it was cute. It was just this black book with the title and just kind of like, okay, I'll get into the publishing process in a minute, but I've really come a long way since then. And I am so proud of this book, the first one and this edition. I think this one is so beautiful. My friend Morgan Sandlin from Native Brush Design actually did this cover and the updated cover of Waking Up, which I'm so excited to share with you guys. So that leads me into this. So Waking Up, Living Open, that is my second book. Look how gorgeous this cover is if you are watching the video. Maybe not if you're driving, but you know what I mean? It's, it is worth a look because... She did such a good job. Again, my friend from Native Brush Design. I love this book. It's so special to me, but I have had some confusion in recent years since I've gotten married. People telling me that they've had trouble finding this book because it was published under my maiden name, Hannah Walton. So for a long time, I would have these events and I would have my table set up where I was selling books and things like that. And people would be like, this one's by Hannah Hughes. This one's by Hannah Walton. Like, are you the author of both? Like, what's the deal here? And people couldn't find it anyway. So I was like, I think it's about time we update this cover. <laughs> number one, so that it's more the vibe. And number two, so that it has my actual legal name where people can find me. So this is Waking Up. This is the book that I actually thought that I would write first. In fact, I did start writing it when I was in high school. My story, if you're not familiar with it, is my journey through mental health, eating disorders, identity, self, like image, body image, all of those issues and my faith and how I wrestled with those things, um, especially the question of my purpose for for so many years. And then God finally got a hold of my heart, changed my life. And not that my life is perfect. I still struggle. I still have challenges. Life is still 
life in the human existence, right? But now I have this hope and this sense of purpose that I didn't have before. And it felt like I was waking up to this new life where I could be alive, fully alive and fully free and fully open to the abundant life that God has for me. So that's what this book is all about. I did start writing it when I was in high school. However, I was really not at a point where I was fully healed or fully at a point where I felt confident sharing my transformation. I was still very much in the trenches of what I was going through. If you've read the book, you understand. Like I was just going through a lot when I was in high school. And so I, I just felt like I needed to pause on that. I went through a lot as well during that time. That is, uh, around the time that I experienced my sexual abuse and was going through so much graduating high school, moving and going to college and things like that. And so I ended up publishing love is first when I was 19. And then like right after I published love is I just had so many people who would tell me, Oh my goodness, I went through this and I can't believe how much I learned. Like, what's your story? Like, how did you do this? And asking me more about my story. And I started to share, I was speaking at some events and opening up more online and really starting my platform, um, on social media as somebody who was talking about purpose and sharing my story and things like that. And so it really kind of prompted me to write this book. So I basically, it was such an interesting process. When people ask me about my writing process, I, <laughs> I feel like maybe sometimes my answer isn't super helpful because I feel like for waking up at least, I mean, definitely love is, I didn't plan that as a book idea. It was an experience that I then turned into a book, but for waking up specifically, when I felt like it was time to sit down and actually write this book, I, it really was just sitting down and combining years of journal entries and blog posts and notes that I had on my phone, things that I felt like God was speaking to me or, um, just, you know, notes that I had written through the years and putting it all together. And so I first want to say, if you feel like you have an idea from the Lord to write a book, just write when you feel inspired, go to your journal, go to whatever you use to process or to write and record all of those thoughts and ideas because he'll bring it back up when it's time. I feel like I, I went through this and I talked to so many other women who feel like they want to write, but they don't know when to start, how to start, what to share how to put it all together. And my advice to you first and foremost, which I know this isn't super practical. We'll get into the practicals. You guys know that I love an actionable step. Okay. But really, if you feel like it's the Lord that's guiding you and giving you this dream and idea to write, just make yourself open and available. When he speaks, write it down. Even if it's just bullet points of ideas that are on your heart. I mean, I'll let you guys in on a little secret. I'm actually starting to do some research and planning for a new book that I want to write in the next few years. I mean, I don't, there's no timeline set, but this is exactly my process. So I have this idea in my heart that I feel like God is prompting me to share, but I don't necessarily feel like it's time for me to sit down and write and publish that book right now. So what I'm doing is I have just started a list of ideas and scriptures and teaching messages, like things like that. People I want to ask questions and every idea I have basically a giant brain dump for this book in my notes app. And I like have turned that into a Google doc where it's safe and can live forever, you know, while I'm in the process of just brainstorming ideas and everything is still coming together. But that's really how I processed writing this book. So when I felt like it was time to write, it really was honestly pretty simple for me to sit down and piece together all the process. So 
obviously this is kind of a different situation because this book is about my story. So for me, what that looked like was sitting down and making the outline, making a timeline and deciding how I wanted the flow of the book to go where it was, you know, okay, first we'll write an introduction. What's the point of this book? Who is it for? Why am I writing it? And what do I hope my readers will have received by the end of it? How do I want them to walk away different? What's, what's the goal, right? And then where do I want to begin? And where do we want to end up, right? Like what's the conclusion, the, the whole wrap up at the end summary going to be? So I knew those were the three main points, right? <laughs> and so from there, I just kind of filled in the blanks. I knew the key things that I wanted to share and ideas. So I started crafting this outline of things and ideas that were really on my heart, things that I wanted to include. From there, I started putting them in order to where it's like, you know, I really want to share this chronologically, but it makes more sense for me to come circle back around and talk about this theme or topic closer to the end or, you know, whatever that looks like. So for me personally, I share my story chronologically. I share things as they played out in real time, but then I also circle back around to different ideas that kind of wrap up seasons of my life or um, summarize the main themes of my story later on in the book as I'm getting closer to the conclusion. So themes like hope and purpose and where do we go from here? I really wait to hammer those points until the end so that the reader gets the full experience of my story in a flow that makes sense. And then at the end, we are remembering kind of from the introduction, why we're here and what are we going to do with this information? So that's kind of how I set up the flow of my book. And it, it can be, I mean, it's different if you're writing a fictional story or a book where it's more like you're teaching something, but I think the same principle applies. You want to figure out why you're writing this book, who it's for, what you want them to get out of it. And what are their next steps? Like what change or transformation do you hope that they will experience and take with them after reading your book? So those are the main keys that I would recommend if you're in the process of, okay, I would love to write a book, but where do I even begin? I would just think about that. What topic is on your heart to share? What questions do people ask about that thing? Um, what information do you want to share with your readers that have to do with that topic? Again, Fiction, I don't have as much experience with. Okay, I have written a short story or two in my day. Would I let anyone read them? No, but <laughs> I do think that it could be the same process. It's like, what's the story you want to share? If you have a fiction, if you have a children's book, I've, I've talked to friends who have either published or want to write a children's book. Same idea. What's the heart of what you want to share? What's the message? What's the plot? What's the main idea that you want your readers to experience, right? And then how do you get them there? Where do you want to begin? And where do you want to end up? And then you can kind of have the freedom to creatively fill in the gaps from there. Same for a teaching book. It's like, okay, what's the topic you want to share on? What are some things that you want to teach people about that thing? If it's a book about, I don't know, health and wellness, what are things that are important about that subject that you want to include? And what's the flow? Do they kind of build on each other? Could it be just in a random order? I don't know what that looks like. So this is, I would say, the first step. Just get all the ideas out. Anything you want to include, any main points you want to drive home, any encouragement you want your readers to do, any reflection you want to pose for them, all of those things, just get it out. Do a huge, massive brain dump. It doesn't have to be all in a day. I would actually recommend going through this in a process because 
I've talked to women and I've had clients who have said, oh man, I regret rushing that process. There's so much more in hindsight. I wish I would have included, or I wish I would have said this differently, or I know so much more now. And obviously we're always going to be learning more, even if it's a topic that we feel, you know, we've really kind of mastered or have a full understanding of. We're always going to look back. I mean, gosh, if I read my book waking up today, I'm sure there are things in there that I'd be like, oh my gosh, that's embarrassing. I can't believe I put that in there. <laughs> Granted, I wrote this book when I was 21. Thank you. So, um, but just give yourself grace and patience and just really let yourself go through the process. And especially if you feel like this is something that the Lord is asking you to do, Again, make yourself open to him. Ask him to give you the words to say, because he will. And then also to show you what's important, what matters to you. What do you want to say through this book to the reader? Okay. And so it can be just a really beautiful experience, I think, when you approach writing that way, because then you're not just sharing your own ideas, but you are giving voice to the heart of God, which is incredible, in my opinion. So, Let's talk about the practical stuff, right? So where do we go from there? It's like, okay, great. Yeah, I know what I want to talk about. I know my ideas. I have pretty much the flow. Or maybe you've even started writing a draft of your book. Well, this is where we get really practical, right? With the goal setting. I talk a little bit about my writing journey in the episode that I have on goal setting from the podcast. I think it's called How to Make Goals Work for You. But Basically, if you don't want to go back and, well, I would recommend you go back to that one because I do think it's important for any goal setting, especially writing a book because it is a big project and it's a huge undertaking. However, you can simplify the process and make it very manageable by breaking it down into bite-sized pieces. Okay. So let's, let me just use waking up as an example, because that was an actual book that I had structured and was planning to write and publish. So what I did basically was think about how Okay, I have this many chapters, which again, this was after I had the outline. So I would go to a coffee shop, write the whole outline. Once I had a general idea, pretty much solidified of what I wanted to write and the chapters that needed to be written and things I needed to include, I decided, okay, well, I want to have this book done by this date. So how many chapters a month would I need to write in order to stay on track for that? Okay, great. So if I need to write four or five chapters a month, how many do I need to commit to writing a week? Okay. And this is just an example. I don't remember the exact process. I mean, this is a fairly short book that I wrote. And like I said, it was kind of pulling from notes and blog posts and journal entries and things like that. So some of my work was just organizing that, but that's a very practical way that you can look at it. Okay. If you know that your book based on your outline has 20 chapters and you want to get it done in six months, what do you need to do in order to make that possible? Break it down and then write it on your calendar. What I would do is I would literally schedule in time to go to Starbucks, go to wherever, and just sit down and write for an hour, two hours, whatever was manageable, okay? So make it fit in your schedule. It doesn't have to be like, oh my gosh, I have to take a, a whole year off from my job to sit down and just process this book, you know? Like it can be a very slow process. Give yourself space and permission to do that. If you don't have a deadline, if you want to take a year or longer to process and write your book slowly, just do that. It could be writing one chapter a month. It could be, you know, just going at your own pace. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I think that's great if that fits for your schedule, because I don't ever think that writing a book should be a burden. I mean, you want it to be something that's joyful and fills your cup and gets you excited about sharing it with your readers. And I feel like that's when the best work comes anyways, when it's like just slow and intentional and 
uh, I feel like at least for me, and again, this depends on the kind of book you're writing, but when I was writing Waking Up, it was such a healing journey for me as I was writing and kind of processing again all that God had done in my life and how real it was to me now that I had this message to share that was going to be going out into the hands of so many people. And I mean, I prayed over the words that I was writing and everybody who would read this book and where it would end up, you know, wherever. And it was just really a sweet journey as I was writing it because I felt like so much of it was just God speaking to me personally. And then I ended up being able to share that with other people. But anyway, that's pretty much how I structured my writing process. It was the same for love is, you know, I knew it was going to be more of a journal devotional format, but I knew, okay, it was going to be 13 weeks. This is what I need to do. So I would say, okay, on this day, I'm going to go sit down at a coffee shop and my project is going to be writing out the specific questions that I want to ask on each day of the week, because it followed a pattern where every Monday, it was going to be this question. Every second day, it was going to be this question. And then I just figured out how to do the structure from that. Now, once you've actually started the writing process and you want to talk about publishing, there's, there's so many ways to go about this. Okay. So I'll just tell you my personal experience because I went the self-publishing route and it was the right choice for me, especially because again, I was 19 years old. I didn't have this big dream of making writing my career at the time. And so it really gave me the freedom to do things at my own pace, do things the way that I wanted them to be done, present it the way I wanted it to be presented, that kind of thing. So <laughs> oh my gosh, this is almost so embarrassing to say. When I wrote Love Is, the first version, I literally formatted it on a Word document and uploaded the file. So it was nothing fancy at all. I feel like <laughs> I've told people before, if I could publish that book, Literally anybody could write a book like it's so they make it so easy um, to self publish these days that really anybody could. That being said, when you're weighing your options about publishing, there are several different ways you can go about this. I, since I have only done self-publishing, I will spend the majority of my time talking about that. However, I do have multiple friends who have gone through the traditional publishing route and have had a great experience with that. There are definitely pros and cons to both, and it really just depends on what your budget is, what your goals are, and those sorts of things. So the main difference for me that I weighed was the cost. Usually for a traditional publishing route, which would be going through an agency or a publishing house, that kind of thing, you would have to pay them a large sum of money up front to have an editor, um, a graphic designer for your cover, somebody on your marketing team, somebody helping you through the whole publishing process. That is a huge package that you pay for, but you do get a lot out of that. Sometimes they are able to get your books into more stores. They're able to do more marketing and press for you. So if that's a goal for you that you really want to make writing a career, you want to have more opportunities, that could be a great option. However, for me at the time, I did not have a budget. I did not have the huge goal of turning my whole life into an author career at the time. And so for me, self-publishing was a great option because it's relatively cheap and you, you get to maintain the freedom and the rights to everything. So this is something that was really important to me. I had a very clear idea of how I wanted to present my books as well as the cover, um, the rights to it, all of those things. And so that's why I chose self-publishing because sometimes when you go the traditional publishing route, they have the final say in what's said in your book, how it's said, the cover design, how your material is presented, you know, marketing, where it's marketed, who it's marketed to, where it's available to be bought. Um, and so those were things to me where like, 
at the end of the day, I really wanted to have creative freedom to do it my way and keep the cover the same that I wanted to, and then just market it where I wanted to and when I wanted to, if that makes sense. When I was self-publishing, the things that I paid for are the ISBN number, which is basically your rights to it. The it's, it's the barcode number that goes on all the books. Um, I have published now with two different agents or two different self-publishing companies. And the one that I've done most recently, they offer that for free. So the only thing that I've paid for is when I order author copies, which you can get at a lower price, a unit price, basically. So when I first went through my publishing process for the first version of love is, I found an editor through a friend who I paid to edit the book and make sure everything looked good and formatting and all of that. Like I definitely did outsource help for that because I wasn't about to put my, my drafted work out there without it being proofed. I had several eyes on it. And once it was finished, I was able to very easily upload and then publish the book. Like I said, so crazy. And at the time I used a website called create space. It's an affiliate of Amazon. So it's, it's through Amazon, but now it's called Kindle direct publishing. That's what I've gone through a couple times since then. I did go through Barnes and Noble press for the second edition of love is. And the reason I did that is because they had a hardcover copy, which is now available on Kindle direct. So this may sound like mambo jumbo to you. Um, so disregard if that's not helpful <laughs> or it's just confusing. Um, but basically I, I have loved going through Kindle direct publishing KDP because they are able to walk you through the process. It's very user-friendly and then it puts your book on Amazon and you can also order the author copies at a unit price, which is way cheaper. And then you can sell it at events or on your own website, those kinds of things. So that's pretty much what my process has looked like with publishing. And again, I went through the other, the, the Barnes and Noble press, and I liked that one as well, but I just really like Amazon direct because it puts it on Amazon, which is super easy for people to find and for, for me to share. And you can also do Kindle versions of books that way as well, which I haven't done yet, but I would love to now that I am a Kindle obsessed e-reader. So I think that's pretty much everything. Now I'll get to some of your questions. I answered most of the questions as I was just sharing that process because a lot of them were, what was your process? What, how did you get started? How did you decide what to write on? And those are very specific to each person. Um, but let me pull up some of these questions so that I can make sure I've answered all the things you want to know. Okay. So somebody asked how to, if you, especially if you go the self-publishing route, how to handle that in a professional way. Um, because again, anybody pretty much can self-publish a book. Now I feel like I've learned a lot in my journey. It's been this year, it'll be 10 years since I published my first book. So I have definitely grown a lot. I've learned a lot since then. Um, and I would just say, if you want to present yourself in a professional way as a self-published author, just make sure that you have other eyes on your content, have a good editor, have a good graphic designer who can make your book look very presentable and um, 
high quality, you know, like that kind of stuff. I know we say don't judge a book by its cover, but let's be honest. We do it. I do it. It's all, it's, it's what we do. Um, but I would just definitely say like invite people into your process, whether it's somebody, you know, that's published a book or hiring an editor or somebody who can take a look and just give you honest feedback and being willing to just stay open-minded about that because there were things about my book. I mean, waking up is literally my personal story. And I had people editing that and saying, mm, this doesn't make sense. Mm, I would take that out. That's kind of unnecessary. So I get that writing is a very raw and vulnerable process. You're putting yourself out there. You're putting your work out there. It can be just really like ugh, hard to do. Okay. But I would just say definitely invite people into the process, whether that's friends or another professional in the writing space. I think that helps so, so much. Looking back, if I had known that sooner, I feel like it would have helped me a lot. Again, I've grown so much in the 10 years since I first published my book at eight, uh, at 19. And then I would say also maybe have a website or something available to where people who have your book have also resources or access to find a little bit more information about you. Because when you write a book, you are positioning yourself as an expert on that thing, especially if you're doing a nonfiction. Um, but I would say just have a little bit of information about you out there so that if you do have somebody who buys your book or wants to know more or connect you with somebody else, they have somewhere to send people. So I would definitely say invite people into your process who can give you good and honest feedback and have a website or some sort of resource, whether it's a business card with your email or your social media, something that supports your position as an author. There's an incredible podcast. Oh gosh. I wish I could remember it. If I can remember it, I'll link it. But there, um, it was it was this woman who works in the publishing world, and she was talking about how when you write, you are establishing your authority, author, author, authority, and that is something to be mindful of. If you are writing on a specific topic, you can expect people to start coming to you asking you questions about that thing. I have definitely seen that happen in my own life and not that I know everything, but I have positioned myself as an expert on the things that I've written about in my book, which is just something to be mindful of. So I have other resources and conversations and content that support those things. Hopefully that answers the question. Okay. So somebody asked how to market your book once it's been published. This is a great question. Again, I don't feel like an expert in this field, but I do know a little bit about marketing. I actually just recorded an interview with Grace Griffith, which is going to be on the podcast on the podcast very soon. And she talks all about brand clarity, messaging, your voice and all of that. She is an excellent resource when it comes to marketing and sharing your messaging and that kind of thing. Can't wait for you to hear that episode. But in the meantime, some things that have really helped me are or, or that I've learned by trial and error are to continue putting yourself out there. I feel like there should be a manual that's like, you wrote a book, now what? Because <laughs> it's like, especially for me as a kid, a 19, 20 year old, having this book, I was like, okay, now what do I do with it? Because I don't have an agent who is putting me on a press tour, you know, like I'm not on the New York Times bestseller list. Nobody would know I was an author or had these books unless I specifically told them, right? And so I had to learn to continually put myself in the position of an author. I had to pr continually present my content, share my content and get it out there. This is something I'm still working on you guys. Okay. I'm sure, you know, some of you are probably like 
yeah, this is the first time I'm hearing about your books. I know. I'm sorry. You caught me red-handed. I am not the best at this, um, but it's something that I'm working on and we can do it together. Okay. So as far as marketing, number one, you got to get over the imposter syndrome. You've written a book. You are an author. You have positioned yourself as an authority and an expert in that subject. And that's something to be so proud of. That's something to be so excited and like, just, just carry and steward that with so much grace for yourself, but also just like, that's amazing. Like, can you, can you give yourself a pat on the back if you've written a book? That's amazing. So think about what you want to do with your book. What's the goal of you writing your book? Was it just to write it? Was it just to have it in a physical copy for yourself or your family? Um, it's funny, The Shack, I don't remember the author right now, but he actually wrote that book just to give to his family and it ended up blowing up. You know, now there's a movie about it. It's such a good book, but that wasn't even his goal in the beginning. There are authors like Colleen Hoover, who is one of my favorite authors, but she self-published her books and then they got super popular and they actually got picked up by a publishing house. And now she's a New York Times bestseller. I think last year she was the first author to sell more books than the Bible in a year, which is crazy. But just know there are so many options for you. So even if you start out self-publishing your book, there's so many opportunities for you to partner with a publishing company later on and just continue to grow your platform as an author and a writer from there. So um, that's definitely something to keep in mind, but definitely clarify what's the goal. Are you writing your book because you want to be able to speak more and you have something now that gives you credibility to do that? Are you writing because you want to be a writer as a career? Like you're just so passionate about writing. You love doing that, whether it's blogging, writing devotionals, books, whatever it is. So think about what you want to do, because that I think will answer a lot about how you market. So I'll just use myself for example. I wrote this book because I wanted to encourage people and I wanted to be able to speak more about my story to encourage other women. And so for me, what that looks like is getting out there, like sharing my story. I started sharing a lot more about my story on social media and that led to people asking me to come to events and speak. And that led to me coming to the events, selling my books and connecting with more and more people and being able to really encourage women, which was my goal. I love that I get to do that. And so just think about who, who you want to speak to, because that will also tell you a lot about how you can market. For me personally, my book is for women, mostly in the Christian world who are struggling with ideas about faith and purpose and life and just struggling in general. And like, what does this look like to have a story and to steward it well? And so I put myself in those situations and those environments a lot. I, I share my story in small groups or at events or on this podcast, you know, and that has given me more opportunity to speak to more women. I also have done in-person events. I've just called them little book pop-ups where I will partner with local businesses or go to coffee shops and set up a little table and just be a vendor where I can sell my books and make new connections, make some money, you know, and just get my content out there. I also had a connection at a boutique in Dallas that I used to work at and the owner let me put my books in that shop. So I got a ton of sales from that as well because she knew me, she knew my story, had read my books and could recommend them to other people. So those are some ways that I have marketed myself. Again, I'm not the expert, but um, I definitely think that continually and consistently putting your content in front of the right audience is key. And then number two, 
finding connections, finding places where you can sell your book, finding places that you can speak, finding places where you can be a vendor or, you know, word of mouth referrals, finding people online who can read your book and then give a review and share it with their friends and family, you know? So there are so many ways that you can go about it. Um, definitely also online, you can share on social media, you can share on your website, um, just getting your content out there over and over and over again will help you continue getting in front of the right people. I know it's so scary. This is another question I got a lot. It's like, ah, I'm a, I would love to write a book, but I don't even know where to start. Like, I don't know if I could actually do it. You totally can. I think part of the reason people get so scared of this process is because it feels so big and it is like, it's amazing. It's a, it's, there's a way to becoming an author, right? Like actually putting your heart in a physical form like that and sharing it with the world. That's a huge deal, right? But I think if you can just sit down and start breaking apart the little pieces and making it bite-sized, that will help you so much because I talk to so many women who are like, I'd love to write a book someday, but I don't know. And I feel like some of the reasons that we put it off for so long is because we never give ourselves a chance to clarify or organize our thoughts, our ideas, doing that big brain dump that I talked about in the beginning. I would say just give yourself... 30 minutes, an hour, go to a coffee shop or do it after your kids go to bed and just let it all out. The good ideas, the bad ideas, you have to sift through them all to really get to the heart of what you want to say. So brain dump it all. What would you write about? Who is it for? Why does it matter? What do you want to help people with? What story do you want to tell? And get it all out there. From there, you can kind of see like, okay, I see a common theme here. Um, because some people say, well, I don't even know what I would write about. What are you passionate about? What do you find yourself talking to people about all the time that you could just go on and on and on about that you're pretty much an expert about, or you at least know enough to teach somebody who's a few steps behind you? Or what story do you love to share? Like what kind of stories do you like to read if you like reading fiction? If you want to write your story, like who's it for? Why does it matter? Why, how, why do you want to share it? Start asking yourself those kinds of questions. What do people ask you questions about all, a lot? Like where have you been positioned as a leader or an expert where people come to you for advice or things like that, you know? So I would definitely say that can help you in the brainstorming process of clarifying what exactly you want to share. And then also on the marketing side, because then that will continue to give you kind of a blueprint for who you need to get in front of, what you need to share, like talk about their pain points, what, what especially on social media, like if you're marketing your book and, and, and speaking to your audience, what struggles do your audience have that you answer in your book? What, what pain points do they have that you offer encouragement for in your book? What will your writing offer them? Speak to that, and that's how you can get more and more people connecting with your message, excited to read your book, and then excited to share it with more people who relate to that message. So it's kind of a ripple effect that way. Again, I feel like there's just literally so much to this process that I could sit down and talk to you about for hours and hours and hours. I actually have a writing workshop that I have prepared to teach before. Um, and so if that's something that you would want to do like an in-depth workshop on to help you actually start the process of clarifying your message and then making a game plan to actually get it in the written form, let me know. I also do the purpose session. So if you want to just brainstorm one-on-one, -on -one, I've done, I've worked with multiple clients now talking them through brainstorming, writing, and launching a book successfully. And then the marketing side as well with social media strategy and positioning yourself in the real world space of getting in events and connecting, connecting to people. So I love having these conversations. I know this is 
this was just a lot. Hopefully I answered most of your questions. A lot of them were really similar, but yeah, like I said, that's just my personal journey. Again, I have friends who have gone the traditional publishing route and there's so many ways. I've honestly thought about doing a panel style workshop Q&A with some of my friends who have gone through different publishing routes just so that you guys can get different perspectives and opinions about the process, different resources and things like that. So definitely let me know if that's something that would be beneficial to you. I love talking about this. Um, again, I feel like I'm definitely not the expert in writing books and publishing, though I have done it. So I'm happy to share the knowledge that I do have, but feel free to message me if you have questions or if you're ready to start writing, let me know. I would love to partner with you in that journey. I love cheering people on in this process because I, I just know what it's like to have that dream and feel like people are going to look at you like you're crazy. I mean, I was 19 years old and I told people, oh, I'm writing a book. And they were like, oh, that's so cute. Good for you. What a cute dream, you know? And I had to overcome the imposter syndrome and fear of what people would think. I mean, I wrote my story and I put it out there in the world where people could read. My parents have read it. I mean, my kids might read someday. And so I get that it's scary. I get that it's big. I get that there's so much to it, but hopefully me sharing my process has brought a little bit of clarity and maybe answered some of your questions. But yeah, I'm super thankful for you guys. I am so excited that so many of you love writing. I seriously love writing and I cannot wait to get back into a writing season. In the meantime, if you wanna check out my books, they are on Amazon as well as my website. And I, I just can't get over this new cover for waking up. You seriously should look at it if you're not watching the video or look it up. But anyway, feel free to grab my books. I would love to um, just hear from you about what you are passionate about writing about or what books you feel like you want to write someday. And yeah, let's continue the conversation. I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into another episode of the Byword Show. I love having you here and I'm so thankful for your support. Don't forget to share a screenshot of this episode to let me know you were here. I can't wait to talk again soon, but in the meantime, be sure to come hang out with me on Instagram and remember, I am cheering you on.